This is the limitless Keith Lee. This is Brody King. This is Angel Garza. Will Ospreay. Hornswoggle. Pentagon. Junior. The villain, Marty Skell. The Mexican Ray Phoenix. King Ricochet. Concrete Rose, Sunny Kiss. And I'm here to ask you to stop what you're doing. Take just one moment and bask in the glory of the Busted Wide Open. 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 Busted Wide Open podcast. (laughs) You're listening to the Busted Wide Open podcast. Dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling. With your hosts, Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous. Coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome everybody to our breakdown recap show of what we just got done watching yes. NXT TakeOver 30. You are live with Busted Wide Open here on the Twitch. My name is Nick Howell. And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. And yes, we just got done Watching take over thirty or XXX as it was more uh, more no, colloquially known. Twitch. We can't really say that on here on Twitch because uh, <laughs> they might kick us off. We can't even put up the, the letters XXX in sequence or we get in trouble. But it was for thirty Roman numerals. Please don't demonetize us, Twitch. Uh, it but it was a very exciting show, Nick. My goodness. Uh, I was Woo. sweating for a lot of it. I'm not gonna lie. There was a lot of outcomes we were not certain about. And in hindsight, I kind of look at them and go, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, man, like, let's call a spade a spade. We had no idea going in. So very exciting stuff. Looking forward to talking about it all. Uh, Do we need to do a little housekeeping first and then we'll... Uh, A little bit. I'll do it real rapid fire. Uh, BWOPodcast.com. Shout out to everybody in the Discord with the live chat. It was amazing. If you'd like to get into the Discord, you can exclamation Discord here in the chat on Twitch or just find the link down below on the panel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BWOPodcast. Come find us uh, on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Busted Wide Open for BWO Daily every day throughout the week. And Patreon.com slash BWO. The Patron Pick'em's Challenge Sheet is live. So patrons, get in there. If you are opting in to play in the BWO Patron Pick'em's Challenge for SummerSlam tomorrow, you have until 5 p.m. Eastern Time to get your sheets over to moi. And there are instructions in the post. So head over to Patreon and check out the post there. Download a copy of the sheet. We fixed fill it. Fill it in, we snap a picture, it, send it over. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yes, we fixed it. It's good. Yeah. It's good to go. Oh, yeah. And we fixed the 16 thing. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> uh, real quick as well, uh, we got a tier one sub from RBDX3. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank Welcome you. to the channel. Uh, Costanza threw uh, 100 bits in and said, think Lee is getting called up. We'll talk about that for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, the prophecy. The prophecy. Uh, and then that other kid, that's Jacob, gifted another tier one sub to McGator guy. Thank you. Oh, that is dude, his get fifth well soon, gifted Gator. sub. Get well soon, brother. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Scary stuff. Thank you. Woof. Thank you very much, Jacob, for that. Get well soon. Uh, and yeah, there we go in patreon.com slash BWO if you guys want to get in on the challenge or get bonus episodes and, and, and all kinds of stuff over there. Uh, but Ian, yes, let's not waste any time no, at all. We have do this. much to discuss yes. about TakeOver 30. 
Oh, man. So let's start off with the pre-show. Get through the pre-show first. We had a nice little little quick tag team action match here. Number one contendership match. Brizango versus Legado de Fantasma versus mm. Birch and Lorcan, who often seem to be around just to eat pins. And that was what they were here for as well. This was an exciting pre-show match. Um, and I'll be honest, Nick, I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit. We should have known, being that it is on the pre-show, even in NXT, faces probably are going to go over. And that was the case here. Brizango did pick up the win after a supermodel kick from Tyler Breeze uh, to Joaquin Wild, I believe. Joaquin, yeah. Yeah, so Legado de Fantasma did actually eat the pin here, which was interesting. Their feud with Brizango continues. But why include Birch and Lorcan in this mm. match? If you've already got a feud established with, with Brizango and Legado de Fantasma, that's what confused me about the whole thing. I thought Birch and Lorcan were here to eat pins, and they didn't. Mm. They didn't eat pins. They were just here. Do you know what I mean? And I do know what you mean. It, this, this made no sense to me. No. To be honest. I mean, understandably, the faces can, can get a win to pull the curtain fine. Even on a pre-show, it, that really doesn't matter. But Is Brizango going to beat Imperium? No. 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 It's bizarre. It's bizarre, and I, I'm wondering if the if there's too much in common with Imperium fronted by Valter and Legato fronted by Santos. You can kind of see that there might be some similarities there when you've got uh, Marcel Bartel. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I can never remember his name. Fabian, Who's the other Fabian guy Eichner. Fabian Eichner. Fabian Eichner. Thank yeah. you. And then on the other side, you've got Joaquin. And they're about and respect Ra- for tradition. And yeah, no, I get, I get the similarities right. in, in the, in the, and all of that. But at the same time, the way that they've been building Legato, it seemed to me like they would kind of head towards it. I guess maybe they want to have someone else for Imperium to beat before they drop it. I guess legitimize their reign. I'm not sure. Uh, but the whole, the, the, I'm not going to lie. This is probably the weakest the tag team division in NXT has ever been. And yeah. this match was good. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, they're not doing good work in there. It was a good match. It was a fine match. But NXT classically has had some absolutely insane tag teams and tag team matches. It's just a little underwhelming right now. So yeah. that is, it's a little, it's, it's, it's a little shocking that that is the case. It's shocking to us, at least, that Brizango went on. Uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing what they have in mind with that. Uh, in terms of what they have next for the tag team division. But let's get on to the main show here, Nick. Opening with Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher, or as I like to call it, the match they threw together in no time flat. Uh, right. t- uh, Finn kind of sort of cost Timothy Thatcher his match against uh, Dexter Loomis and Finn for the to qualify for this, which is ironic considering that Dexter Loomis ended up going out anyway and not being able to compete. Um, so here we are. Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher cost Balor his qualifier against Velveteen Dream. And uh, now we have this match. So very quickly made. And this was one of the more painful matches I've seen in a while. Literally. It hurt. Like, I, I had shoulder pains from yeah. my my shoulder surgery as he was wrenching on Finn Balor's surgically repaired shoulder or separated shoulder. Yeah. From years ago, and I like the way that they, they oh. built the story here. They built the story that Finn basically was like, was just go. He went right into Thatcher at the bell, uh, and then he went straight into Thatcher's game, where he's like, "Okay, let's Matt Russell, let's go." And Thatcher basically tore him apart for the first half of this match until Finn went, "Okay, that's not going to work. You're obviously too good at that. I'm going to have to get back into my game and start running around and jumping into you and flying off things." 
And that's when Finn started picking up speed, even though Thatcher kept coming back and, and trying to grapple him down again. And in the midst of doing his jumping moves, Finn tweaked his knee, which Thatcher, when that happened, looked at him like a hungry wolf seeing a steak for the first time and uh, pounced on him, immediately going for his leg and was basically chasing his leg for the rest of the match. Um, and, but it ended up with Finn actually sneaking out a coup de grace and a 1916 one after the other to take the victory at the end here, which I know shocked some people as well, thinking that they, they were going to put over Timothy Thatcher on you know, with you know, Finn Balor lying down for him. Uh, Nick, my argument was Finn's been lying down too much lately, and Thatcher still can be built up again. They did make mm-hmm. a good, I think they did a good job here of making Thatcher look very dangerous. They just made Finn look more resilient. Do you right. think it was the right idea to have Finn win here? Absolutely. It's a, I was I was 100% confident in it, calling it earlier. You know, And it really has to do with Finn taking a couple of L's recently, back-to-back, and during the, this, this uh, triple threat tournament and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I, I was all in on Finn winning this one because Timothy Thatcher has his Thatcher's Thatch can kind of stuff going on. Yeah. He can still he – can, he can recover from this. Finn, if he took another loss at a takeover – Mm, that's yeah. starting to get a little dicey. You'd wonder. I mean, again, you look. I think a lot of people have kind of almost in some ways forgotten who Finn is. He doesn't need to be putting people over right now. At any point, he could go for the NXT Championship, and there's no way that he wouldn't, in storyline, win. Yeah. Uh, that's still the level that he's kind of being held at in terms of respect. Where they're, they're this was doing the first time I'd seen him. him. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the first time I had seen him wrestle at this level in a really long time. Oh, he looked there fantastic. Were, there were shades like some of the stuff that I remember from uh, his speed is back. Yeah, I, I can see some speed, and you know, obviously, there's still no body fat whatsoever. This was a zero to zero point zero body percent match. <laughs> there, my 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 coffee table has more body fat than this match has. Uh, uh, we're we're getting hammered with bits. I got to oh catch up real quick. Hello. Oh, you guys are awesome. Uh, to me, uh, Kyle with a hundred bits says to me, Brizongo winning. Was about transitioning it to Legato del Fantasma. Maybe if they beat Imperium, but if they don't, they lose to Imperium, then what? Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you very much. Costanza said, uh, cheered 100 bits, said uh, Finn needs to be built back up. I think this is a good start. This is, I think this, uh, is, yep. this is a really good start. There you go. Uh, and Kyle with another 100 bits said, with Thatcher, I'm really concerned that his, uh, that his somebody gonna die aura is starting to wear off. They've got to give him a feud he can win after this. I agree. I think that this was about as far as you can stretch his loss record. Um, he had a nice big win with Matt Riddle. That kept him alive. Him looking like an absolute animal every time he gets in the ring, tearing people apart is great, but he's got to now, I agree, he's got to win matches after this. Yeah, I agree. He, he peaked at that fight pit with, with Riddle, and it, it's been a little bit of a slow decline well, since Well, they've, they've been expending that equity, right? The equity of him being a terrifying guy, and he'll tear you apart and all this. They've been spending that. They had him and Oni Lorcan. He had some really big wins on Oni Lorcan there where they mm. beat the crap out of each other. Right. Um, and it really showed that he's a guy who can get in there and he's, he's very gnarly. Um, Finn just looked more gnarly in this match. He pulled it out. But I think they did a good job of protecting Timothy Thatcher. But yes, he's got to start winning after this. He's a, he's a yeah. special guy in the sense that you can pretty much put him in there with anybody and he's going to look good against them. Even though, he's, he, even though he only here? does one style, which is the crazy thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I agree. He's got to start winning after this. They got to put him in a feud. He's going to win. Yeah. So I feel like you were edging towards Thatcher when we were on our show earlier doing our pickup. I was. I, I definitely thought 
you know, the whole idea of Finn putting over Thatcher here, because I do believe Thatcher's got to get some wins. This was, I thought, the last chance they, I, 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 this was another coin flip match for me where I did pick Finn to win, ultimately. But I thought there was a very strong possibility they could give it to Thatcher. There was a lot of reasons for them to. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, this is one of the ones I was questioning myself on. I would have had low confidence points on this one had we been putting points on it. Uh, but, uh, but Finn did win, and it's just a matter now of what each guy does next because, again, Finn, if he wants to go for a title, he should win it. If he's in a feud, he should win it. Thatcher, at this point, also needs to win. So I'm very curious what they have stored for these guys. You're going to hear this a lot where a lot of people on NXT could easily be going into limbo, and we're, we might be looking for the draft uh, to kind of shake some things up because it's starting to get a little bit too packed in NXT with people we've seen face each other before. Or as was announced on uh, the show tonight, uh, we can go ahead and say NXT UK got a pretty big uh, sort of uh, uh, video package of their return, yes. their triumphant return. So, yes, I, I think they're, uh, Jared, Sheriff, Sheriff McDonald uh, said that we could get Thatcher back in with, with Valter. We're back. Oh, hello. Yeah. We're back. Yes. Oh, and speaking of back, we got we got enough bits coming in. We got a hype train going. What's nice. up, guys? If you guys nice, contribute guys. bits or subscribe during the hype train, you will get some special uh, badges and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Jess, uh, Jesse, put in a hundred bits. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Bess. Jess, appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I feel like fit. This was the right. Thatcher call. going back with Ring Kampf would be very exciting indeed. That would yeah. that, I'd nerd out. Yeah. Uh. But we also had a ladder match on this show, Nick. That we, we had, did. We had a ladder match. I'm still exhausted from this ladder match. Uh, <laughs> it was the North American Championship ladder match. Keith Lee uh, dropped his North American Championship, said, I want to make sure other people get the opportunities that I got. So, hey, I want to see as many people fight for this as possible. William Regal said it's a great idea. We'll have a five-way ladder match with all kinds of opportunities and matches to build up for it. And ultimately, we ended up with Velveteen Dream, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano. Uh, I want to say Oliver Reed, Jonah Rock, <laughs> Bronson, Bronson Reed. Reed, right? Charles Bronson. There we go. And not Charles Bronson. Yeah, Charles, Charles Bronson, Bronson Reed. Reed. <laughs> Killing me. And uh, and Cameron Grimes, Cameron <laughs> Grimes, all the way to the moon, baby. Uh, this Nick compare. Okay, so compared to. The inaugural North American Championship ladder match. As good or good, but not quite that level of insanity. As compared to what now? Sorry? The, the inaugural North American Championship match. Adam Cole, Ricochet, Killian Dane, uh, Velveteen Dream, and uh, uh, he, he whose name we shall not speak. Your, your ex-favorite guy. Do you, That's remember, do you remember it all? Because of the significance of the first one and it being the first North American champ. I remember it being very good. I remember it being this one being on par with that. It might have the edge, though, if I had to pick one of the two because of the people involved and the, uh, the, the caliber of the match and the fact that it was the inaugural one. See, well, I don't, I just match to match, not even inaugural, just as a match, that one was better. I'm just going to straight up say it. It was better. Better crazy spots. You had Ricochet doing Ricochet things. You had Killian Dane doing big boy things there. So they, this was this was essentially a very similar match where you had some big dudes, you had some flyers, and everyone was doing their things and getting the crap kicked out of them. The difference is in that match, you had way more holy shit athletic moments. In this, you had way more holy shit bumps. The yeah. bumps in this match were absolutely hellacious. 
Uh, Cameron Grimes took a power bomb onto a, uh, a bridging ladder at one point that I jumped out of my seat and started walking around my apartment, like shaking myself, like, oh, no, <laughs> no, ow, ah. Um, just some absolutely, uh, at one point, uh, Candice LeRae got involved and uh, Bronson Reed was way up on the ladder. She climbs onto his back, he hoists her onto his back and then splashes onto Johnny Gargano on the outside. Ouch. So another point, he does a tope through the ropes. I mean, I thought it was scary when Samoa Joe does a tope through the ropes. Uh, that was Bronson it Reed? Very, it, it looked very similar, yes. Uh, we also had <laughs> Damian Priest doing a front flip. The ladder was canted up onto the top rope, and he did a running, like, like an old Shelton Benjamin move, running like front, front flip off of this ladder onto guys on the outside. Nuts match. As you would have expected, it's NXT. It's a ladder match. They're going to go ham. They went ham. Ham was yeah. served. Otis, and, Otis is somewhere drooling over the ham that was served in this match. But the ending was a little chaotic here. Um, you had, I, I mean, I'm trying to even think of all the things that, all the things that went down. There was a bunch, of, just a bunch of people like climbing and then missing and climbing and missing. And you ca- I, I kept getting swerved at the end like, oh, well, given the typical... Rhythm of a ladder match, he's going to win now. And they kept subverting that at the end to the point where it got to be so much that I was just like, wait, who's where and what's happening? And they tried to keep things so tight so people could like pop up, like Damian Priest popping up and chokeslamming Johnny Gargano. And, um, but ultimately, it was Priest and Gargano on the top of the ladder at the end. Gargano unhooks the belt, but Priest grabs the other side before it goes through and then throws Gargano off the ladder finally to win the title. Damian Priest is your new North American champion. And he was seen later in the night climbing into a hot tub in full gear and drinking champagne a la Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Finally. So. Finally, they took Damien. Listen, I, it wasn't my pick because I was I was cooling down big time, and I have been for a long time, on Damien Priest because they just weren't going anywhere with his character. And Cameron Grimes, the complete opposite. They were They were rocket strapping him to the moon and just sending him out winning matches all over the place. So that's why I switched up. Now, after he won and he goes out for the interview and he jumps into the hot tub, I finally went, yes! Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. Dial this up. A couple of hot babes in the in the jacuzzi. Got some champagne. Popping corks. Let's, it jumps in and with yes, all quads, his gear on. Brandy Lauren, exactly. Brandy, uh, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not having a bad time at the, at no, the end of the day. No, they're, they're doubling down on his rock star aspect, right? Like, make, If he's going to be a Good. rock star, show him being a rock star. Yes. You know, act like Good. a damn rock star with your Hummer and your, you know, even though that was really cheap champagne he had. I'm just going to throw that out there. It, it, okay. Uh, 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 we have been in a hype train, and I've got to play catch up, or we're going to be behind all show. We're nobody, up to 1,300 go. bits in the hype train. Good Lord. Yes, rock. Uh, JB gifted a tier one sub to Jay Wolf. Nice. Thank you very much, JB. Thanks, JB. And uh, Jay, get... make sure you uh, thank JB for that gifted sub. Please enjoy. Uh, Jesse threw 100 bits in there thank for the you. hype train. Costanza threw 100 bits in. JB threw 100 bits in. And Costanza gifted a tier one sub to Indy Gal. My thank goodness. you, Costanza. Indy Gal, make sure to thank Costanza there for that. And uh, JB threw another 100 in. Jesse threw another 100 in. Kyle threw 100 bits in. Said this match had some really inventive spots. But did they like forget to rig these ladders to break? Because good God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was that the Dream Valley driver onto. I think he had what? It was it was a Gargano he had on his shoulders. 
Or is it Grimes? I think it was Grimes he had on his shoulders. I think it was Grimes onto It was Damian Priest. Reed? It was Priest, Priest who was on the ladder on the outside, and then they, right. just, went, they just went bloop right over him. And the, yeah, the ladder didn't break. They're made out of steel, guys. Steel ladders don't break. <laughs> uh, uh, hang yeah. on. I'm not done. I'm oh, my goodness. Yeah. Go, go, go. going crazy. Uh, Esme with 100 bits. Uh, Costanza with another 100 bits. Does anyone know where Dream landed? Um, Hopefully in jail. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? Tallahassee. I don't know. Uh, he went all the way across the state. No, we don't. Innocent, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. Meh. True. JB with another 100 bits and Jesse with another 100 bits just because Priest won. Yes. Amen. Thank you all so Amen. much for all of that. You guys were- that concludes the... Oh, we got... Oh, goodness. We're getting to... Uh, yeah. we, we got to level two that time. Everybody that contributed, thank you so much. Uh, you get uh, new prizes you're being delivered to you right now. And speaking of deliveries... Good Lord, guys. Nick Guard 1 <laughs> just made a delivery by RBDX3. Nice. Got a logo mug, two stickers, and a t-shirt. Woo! Thank you very much, that's RBDX. A, that's a, please enjoy that merch. Post pictures of it for us so we can see. Let us know how the quality is. Nick Guard 1 stuff. was flying low with that one. Good Lord. <sighs> My goodness. Well, okay. Nick, here we are. We both picked the tag match wrong. Um, we both picked Finn Balor right, and this is the first one we split on. You said Cameron yep. Grimes was going to win. I said Damian Priest. So I came away this from this match going, yep, there it is. What did you feel about the ending here? Uh, is Priest the right choice, or should Grimes have been the winner? I think Grimes should have been the winner. I'm going to stick with wow. that. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, though, and if, if we're going to start dialing it up a little bit on Priest, I'm there. Nope, uh, Nothing wrong with Punishment Martinez walking around with a strap Damn in the right. WWE. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all in on that. I just want to see them turn it up. Like, let's go. So who Hot should tubs. his first feud be? Who should, who should he feud with first? Who is there? I think it might be Grimes. Because we're getting face... Damian Priest here, yeah. so I think it might actually be Grimes. I wonder. I wonder if he's going to get his win back because I mean, this is the whole reason I picked Priest is because they had him lose to Bronson Reed clean as a whistle before this match, right? So that to me said, okay, he's going to pick up this loss so they can get Reed over, but still make Priest look good. And everyone else is already kind of protected because they've been around. And Cameron, Cameron Grimes can lose because he's Cameron Grimes, and no one cares if he wins or loses. He's going to be that obnoxious son of a bitch anyway, right? He's he's yeah. money whether or not he wins or loses. That's his deal, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wonder who they're going to have Priest go for. I mean, you've got a ton of people floating around there, but you kind of want Priest to retain, I would assume. You don't want him to be a transitional champ. So you can't really have Finn Balor go for him because, as we said, Finn really can't lose at this point. So, I'm um, yeah, I'm very, and we already had a Finn and, and Priest. I mean, that's how Priest turned face was fighting right. Finn. So. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not. I'm not sure where they're going to go with that. Um, it's kind of got to be Grimes or Gargano. You'd think, but Gargano also he's got his little prophecy going on there. You'd think yeah. he has to win too. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that need wins in NXT right now. So, but you know who also uh, didn't need a win but got one anyway was Adam Cole. In fact, Nick, we were dead wrong about this one too because I think in the most surprising. Thing of this night. There was, a, there was a lot of surprises on this NXT, but nothing was more surprising than Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee in an actual match, in, in, in A, an actual match, B, an excellent match, C, an excellent match told athletically, and D, an excellent match all around with storyline and facials and everything. Pat McAfee was a revelation, Nick. 
I was I, I don't know anybody who wasn't absolutely floored by what Pat McAfee did in this. Does he still have some green stuff going on? Yes. Does is there are, were there still some like hitches? Yes, he's not totally smooth yet. Was he absolutely lights out amazing given all of that? Yes. 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 There's really nothing else to say. I'm not even mad that I didn't get this right. I uh, me neither. Uh, because again, the reason we got this wrong, Nick, is we assumed Pat McAfee had a couple of moves in him, and we were going to have a match where Adam Cole carried him. At the end, there was going to be some sort of plot or story to distract from the fact that Pat McAfee can't really wrestle. Instead, what we got was a full goddamn match. When, when, if you had told us before this, oh, yes, Pat McAfee is an excellent wrestler, I might have thought differently about this. That dude um, did a standing backflip off the top turnbuckle and landed on his feet and then runs straight back to the turnbuckle and jumps from the mat to the top rope and does a superplex. Yeah, perfect superplex, by the way. A perfect superplex. Mwah! I've only ever seen Ricochet do that. If that if that gives you an idea of the level athleticism we're we're talking about here, I've I've seen Ricochet do a run on the mat and leap to the top rope. I've seen him do a a, a, a jump to a, 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 a superplex, but I've never seen pretty much anyone else who's not on that level do it. Pat McAfee, first match. <laughs> Uh, I got to catch up again because Abe it. showed up and he's gotten busy. Hey, Ra- Abe, what's up, man? What's up, gifted a tier one sub to Brian. Uh, Brian, make sure you uh, thank Rock One Abe for your gifted sub. Uh, also, Costanza cheered 100 bits. This was a shock. McAfee was great. Yes. We agree. Kyle's, uh, Kyle did 100 bits, said, well, who was the better celebrity match, Stephen Amell or Pat McAfee? Pat McAfee, by far. No, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell versus Stardust. This was no this Stephen was, Amell versus uh, uh, Christopher Daniels was oh, was amazing. That okay, was that was amazing. amazing. Yes, I and thought Stephen he was Am- referring to the Stardust. No, <laughs> I think Stephen Amell looked cleaner. Uh, yeah, overall, but I will say this: it's a really narrow freaking margin. And I'll yeah. also say this: Pat McAfee more well-rounded overall. His facials, his selling, uh, the the mic skills, him cutting a very the rock-like promo before coming out to the ring with his boys. Um, the fact that they did actually have him come out to the ring with his three dudes, they're all well wearing Adam Cole sucks shirts, uh, except for McVie, who says for the brand on him, on his. Um, and then, of course, at some, of course, at some point, Undisputed Eric comes out, they have a, a face-off, and they all get kicked out. So now it's down to just Pat and Adam. They kicked everybody else out. And I, at that point, I was thinking, man... How are we going to do this whole undisputed turns on Adam Cole story if it's just the two of them? And that's when they started to really wrestle uh, until Pat punt kicked the uh, the stairs, which messed up his foot for a while. He was selling that for a while and selling really well. Yeah. Adam Cole ends up getting him a figure four. He doesn't tap out. This other thing is that Pat ate some damage in this and kicked out to the point where even Adam Cole was going, damn, Pat. All right. Adam's like, come on, Drake, count him. And Drake's like, dude, I'm sorry. It just... He kicked out. The, uh, uh, the time at the timeout in the corner was especially wonderful. I, yeah, I really great, again, enjoyed that. Exactly, great heel work. Begging off, nice little heel moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting some water, getting a towel. Yeah, patted on his brow. He had uh, so that kind of just yeah, the so little good. nuances, the little like yeah. storytelling nuances. That's where he beat Stephen Amell, I think. Uh, even though Amell, I think, looked cleaner overall. But McAfee, obviously, some absolutely incredible athletic uh, stunts in this. And some some very solid work. Obviously, working with one of the best guys in the business, so that does yeah. help. Um, and I did like 
uh, another example of his heel stuff where he keeps grabbing Adam Cole by the hair and Drake says, that's the third time I've seen you do it. Stop doing it. And Pat goes, that's not in the rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a rule. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um, yeah. The ending, I think, was just a hair awkward. Uh, Pat ended up getting knocked down by a super kick. And then Adam just, instead, you know, he, Adam, he's sitting up, he's selling. And Adam Cole goes to pull down his, his you know, his knee brace or his, his pad to say, I'm going to give you the final shot. And then he goes, no, Pat, you don't deserve that. You deserve something else. And he goes and sits up on the turnbuckle in the corner. Now, Pat is sitting in the middle of the ring looking at hard cam. And Adam Cole goes over to the turnbuckle. And for some reason, Pat gets up and just walks meekly over to the turnbuckle and puts his head down. Adam Cole, Panama Sunrise, one, two, three, gets the win. That was the one thing is that he didn't, maybe it was the camera angle, but it didn't look like Pat had any reason to get up and go to the corner there. It's the one nitpick I have. It's the only thing keeping this from being a match that I have no complaints about. And because it was it was amazing and as I said, revelatory. Holy crap, Pat McAfee might actually have a career as a wrestler, Nick. Yeah. And that's maybe. shocking to say. <laughs> that's insane. Abe also threw 500 bits in. Thank you very much, Abe. Really appreciate all the contributions, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, Seriously, oof. thank you. Uh, we weren't done there, though. We had a lot of a lot of wrestling yet to go. We did, uh, but the, real, the real big quick. two matches. Okay, real quick, where do they go now? That was our big question. If you know, in this match, we we when we picked it, we both picked uh, Pat to win this because we thought there was going to be some sort of skullduggery or whatever, and we were shocked when Adam Cole won. Where do they go though? We said if Adam Cole loses or Adam Cole wins this, and they go on, okay, this is the feud's done. What now? What now for Pat? What now for Adam? Where does Adam go? Does he go for the North American Championship? That seems like a step down. Where does Pat go? He's just had a match. Does he become a wrestler? Does he go back to commentary? Like, now what? Again, we're in a limbo. Like with Priest. Like with Finn Balor and Timothy Thatcher. Like, where, where do we go now? What now? I, I feel like it might be done. What might be done? The Cole and Pat McAfee thing. That's, I'm saying, if, if it's done, where do they go? I don't know. What? I don't know. Nick, damn it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know either, and that's kind of the point, is there's no obvious way for them to go, and pretty much every option I can think of doesn't really work for Adam Cole, if you know what I mean. Maybe... He does, he does, yeah, he, does, where does, he has nothing to do now. What does, what does he do? Feud with Finn? Feud with Thatcher? Feud with Priest? What? None of that sounds interesting, exciting... You know, I mean, I feel like at this point the draft might be the best thing for him, but we've always been terrified of Adam Cole going to main roster. Yep. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, I will say this lastly, and I said it in the chat, live chat. Uh, Pat McAfee's not that big of a dude. He's a. <laughs> he's 6'1. He's 6'1, right? yeah, 230. He, he's not that big. Next to Adam Cole, he's a giant. He looks bigger than Karrion Cross when he's standing next to uh, to Adam Cole. Uh, but yeah, and Adam Cole's I, six feet tall or five eleven. What uh, do they say? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, sure. RBDX threw ten bucks in the tip jar. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, man. You know who's you know who's also small? Darius Butler, what little guy? Yeah, it's true. He was a little guy next to Pat there. I was shocked. They're, he's fast. He's always free safety. He was one of the fastest guys in the NFL. Those free safeties are the, some of the fastest guys. Yeah. He started out as cornerback, didn't he? Uh, I don't remember. I don't, 
But anyway, neither here nor there. It's a wrestling yeah. show, not an NFL show. And that means we had more wrestling in the form of Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. And uh, as we found out the last NXT episode, it was not just going to be Dakota Kai because Raquel Gonzalez has reappeared mm. and now she's playing interference. And that was the story of the match. Not long after the match began, Io Shirai went to the outside. The ref got distracted and Raquel Gonzalez assisted in distracting Io long enough for her to get thrown into a post and Dakota targeted her arm for the rest of the match. Io very gamely fought back the whole time and it looked like she was actually going to win against Dakota Kai at a certain point, but the ref had been knocked out by an errant kick from Dakota Kai. So you know what that means, Nick? Here comes Raquel. Yep. And, and this was playing out at this point exactly how I had envisioned it in my head, and I think a lot of other people as well. Yep. And this is one of the reasons why I picked Dakota to get one over on EO here and become the new champion. And this all played up. This was this all went. A, it's all part of the plan. Yeah. Until until EO kicks out. Right. Until uh, until Raquel choke slams choke slams her and then goes and gets the ref back in, throws him, picks him up, <laughs> and throws him over by. Uh, uh, Dakota and EO's corpse and Dakota, I'm uh, sorry, EO kicks out at 2.9. So EO is still in it. And at that point, I thought I was like, oh, yep, the fix is in. And sure enough, EO powers up and uh, moonsault, boom, on Dakota Kai. One, two, three, retention. And as Raquel came in to beat her up after the match, who should come out to save EO Shirai? But Rhea Ripley. And we have a mm. stare down between the two big women of NXT. Uh, and <laughs> was that, was that, was that your nipples there, Nick getting, getting, yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, yeah, I think you've said this before, Nick, is that you want to see Raquel and, uh, and Rhea go at it. Former, yeah. former real life roommates. I think they might, they might even still be real life. No, Rhea's living with her boyfriend now. Uh, former real life roommates, best friends. If you ever watched any of the, uh, NXT PC videos, you see them hanging out a lot. First time Rhea ever saw snow, Raquel was there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, heartwarming, touching moments. But uh, she was still Reina at that point. Right. That's when she was still Reina Gonzalez. Right. So they they square off. And ultimately, Raquel looks like she's going to throw down until Dakota's behind her like, save me. Save help. Raquel pulls her out. I'm dying here. I pay your bills. I bought you those socks. Help me. And sure enough, Raquel Gonzalez slides out of the ring. He's like, all right, for another time. And Rhea stands tall. So a couple of interesting things here. One. Dakota shows she is not on EO's level because it was a back-and-forth match all through the middle of this, all through the guts of this. It was them trading off, and that's with EO being injured. So I think they, they defined pretty clearly what Dakota's ceiling is, what, what her character's ceiling is. I think they, they made that pretty clear. They I think this was it. They stamped – oh, no, they, they absolutely – and I think they stamped clearly that EO is a worthy champ. You were worried yeah. going into this that she had not had a, uh, a really meaningful title reign. I don't think you can say that after this match. I think this no. one this one shows, no, she is a strong champ, hard yep. stop. This is what I needed to see. Yeah, exactly. So that was really good for EO. And very. this is a, a point where we're not in limbo going forward. We're looking at Raquel and Rhea, and there's something there. And I can definitely tell you from the Discord chat, all y'all who, if you're still here in Discord right now, or in Twitch, y'all know... Everyone went nuts when we saw Raquel and Rhea square up. We just went, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes, do, yes, oh. do that, do that. 
couple couple That's- of bits to call out. Kyle threw 100 bits in. He says, I have to say it's nice to have a WWE show that we have no idea where it's going for good reasons. So rare, and I'm excited for the NXT future. Same. Agreed. Same. And Agreed. even with some of the outcomes, we have still have no idea where, where they're going to take it from where here. Where they're going you know? next. So and that's, where they go? that's also the same with the main feud. Um, real quick, okay. you had, I got one more. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they keep coming. Yeah, Thank baby. you, guys, so much for all of That's this. Awesome. This is amazing. Uh, Costanza with 100 bits says, put it in my eye holes, assuming you're talking about Raquel and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, Jesse O'Connor also with 100 bits says, put it in my put eye holes. Put it in my eye holes. Yes. Put it in there. Yes. Put it in, in this eye hole and then this eye hole and then back in the first eye hole and then again in the second eye hole. Please just, <laughs> I, I need all of this in. My eye hole pieces. Yes. Need and with that. that, we're caught up. We can with do the, the, we can do the we main event. We are caught up. Okay, so I picked EO. You picked Dakota inexplicably. Uh, but, yep, EO retained. You didn't believe in EO. I couldn't believe you. and It's, it's un, unreal. And we were at our main event, Nick. The big build. Keith Lee. Karrion Cross, The NXT Championship. Lee's here to whoop that ass. And whoop we, that uh, ass he did. In fact, they both whooped each other's ass, Nick. We got mad Keith Lee, angry, pissed off, wound up Keith Lee yeah. coming out down the ramp. Uh, the carrying cross entrance was, you know, no le- other than the fog machine that you uh, you um, called Just, out. And it was a minor thing. It's that right at that first entrance. Usually it's, it's all fog on the floor and the stage right fog machine looked like it was out. So we only had half fog. So it was a little bit odd. But, but I'll say once they got into the ring, yeah, they yeah. weren't completely enveloped in smoke, which always kind of bugs me a little bit. I actually like that they were only sort of up to ah, their knees yes. or their waist. I, I could see them, I, and I like <laughs> I like to see the people that I'm watching on television. Yes, yeah. So no, they, their entrance as always was the entrance, and then Keith Lee comes out, and this he just came right at right at him. Bell ring, bam! Big Keith Lee shot right to Carrie in the corner, and I love the way that Carrie and sold, sold it right off the bat, where he just went, "Ow." Damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, big man. Jesus Christ. Was this the match you expected? What they gave us? Uh, for yes. me, it went a lot longer than I expected. But the match that you got, was it what you expected? Yeah. And I think the prophecy that I came up with a couple of months ago where uh, Keith was going to be the one to take take uh, both belts off of Adam Cole and, uh, and or end up with both belts. And then that he was going to drop the uh, North American and didn't think he would relinquish it, which I still think is a silly move. No. Um, and then it's whatever. But then he would be the one to go and face Kerry and Cross. I didn't think it would happen this soon. Nick, I literally told you it was going to happen this soon. I literally said we've got TakeOver 30 coming up, which means he's going to have to defend it against Cross at TakeOver 30. And boom, there you go. And you were you like, were saying oh, that right. in the we context pl- of Adam Cole of beating, uh, winning the. No, I was saying though. if you put it on Keith Lee, if you keep it on Adam Cole, you have all that time to build. If you put it on Keith Lee, then you're only going to have that little amount of time before he's got to face Carrying K- Cross. And how do you have Carrying Cross lose? Go back, listen to the show. I will. That's, I will. That's what I said, and that's why I said it was a strange decision to put it on Keith Lee because I worried I was going to make him a transitional champ because who's going to beat Carrying Cross the way that they've built Carrying Cross. And yeah. that was kind of the story of this match was Lee is hella strong. He yeah. was taking care like he was knocking Carrion back on his heels. Um he was you know smack like Carrion was, Carrion was ducking his big old ham fist and the ham fist was going into the the plastic outside and a big old piece of plastic falls down looked like it was accidental and it looked awesome. I love the way that Keith Lee just kind of looked at it like, "Yep, that's what I do." Um and just took it to Cross until Cross started focusing on Keith Lee's arm. 
And then the rest of the match became Keith Lee selling the arm and showing lots of grit, as they say. Lots of heart. Uh, he's got them grit. Es- Esme knows something about grit. She does know something about grit. Yes, I, yeah. I understand that she has a lot of grit. Yeah. but uh, quite a bit of grit. Quite a bit of grit, yes. Um, that being said, this match was about Keith Lee getting murdered and getting back up and getting murdered and getting back up and Cross just not being able to do, not being able to command him the way that he's commanded everybody else. It made Keith Lee look like a monster. It yep. made Karrion Cross look like more of a monster. The problem was is that the ending was a little soft. I'll put it that way. It was a long, you know, it was... He, he choked out Keith in the straight jacket, but Keith was able to recover at the last second and get to the ropes. Uh, Keith had a couple big moves, but then ultimately stumbled into the corner, looked like he was going to go up on the ropes and deliver a big splash. Karrion gets up there with him and kind of awkwardly maneuvers into a position and gives him a doomsday Saito from the second rope. Keith had already kicked out of one from the ground, which shocked Karrion Cross. I love how Karrion sold every time Keith kicked out. He was like, he was like damn, Really? But this one, Keith did not kick out of one, two, three. Carrying Cross is your new NXT champion, and the show goes out mm. with him and Scarlet posing on the ramp with fire going off everywhere and smoke, and them both screaming. And it's this horrific apocalyptic vision. Uh, the superhero was taken out by the supervillain, to quote the announcers. Was that the right decision? Was the ending underwhelming? What do you think about the finish to this match? It looked like Keith Lee was blown up. Looked like he was pretty gassed. I thought he was selling, to be honest. It might it might just be selling, really good selling. Um, but that that second Doomsday Saito off of the the I believe it was the second rope was that I was like, oh, yep, okay, we're done. Yeah. Uh, and and of course that's where the we got the three count. So I'm I'm I think this was exactly what I expected it to be. I'm surprised we didn't have more interference. Uh, you and I were speculating very heavily on our main show today yeah. that. Keith would somehow retain through some sort of shenaniganry. Yeah. And even though Cross might win the match, keeps them both strong, and we go on to a second match, yeah. maybe at, you know, further down the road. But no, we, we end up clean as a whistle. Clipping it right here, super clean. Yeah. They, they had ways out of this. You know, they had ways where Keith could have retained because of the championship, champion's advantage. Uh, yeah. Or outside Have Mia come out and mess with Scarlet, and it distracts Carrie. Dijak comes out and lays out Carrie sure. Cross, and you know, DQs and Carrie Cross wins, but Keith Lee retains, and then Keith Lee's angry at Dijak. Whatever, there's a story they could have told her, but no, they wanted straight up Carrie Cross to win. You and I were split on this. We both agreed it was a, a coin flip match, and our unfortunately it was something that was very close to our hearts as well, where we wanted Lee to retain. Uh, but I ended up picking Carrying uh, Cross just on a whim. I, I can't even yeah. say that it was a prediction. It was just a whim that I was like, I'll take Carrying Cross, you take Keith Lee. Okay, whatever. And that was what it was. So, yeah, Carrying Cross is our new NXT champion. Who in the sweet, He's been effervescent here, what, three hell three is going to take that title off of him? How, he, he, is this the fastest ascent to the NXT championship? He's been here like four months. The fastest ascent maybe? to the NXT champ? No. I want to say someone else was faster. Give me a second. I'll think who it was. Someone else got it real quick. I want to say it was Finn. Finn got it in like a month or two. Like he came in and beat Kevin Owens like pretty quick, as I recall. Or was it Nakamura? Nakamura got it pretty quick too. But uh, neither here nor there. The bottom line is is that, yeah, Cross is your champion. All of that prophecy, all everything that they've done to build him, boom, there it is. Came, I mean, it, it came 
true on like clockwork, right on time, you know, right where we predicted it would based on his build. Um, how can you, if he has a title match, how can you not strap him was what we were saying. Yeah, a couple of things real quick. Kyle with 100 bits says, I felt this match ended just as it was getting into high gear and uh, yeah. got to the finish. Good match, but if any match earned an overbooked NXT main event cliche, it was this one. Amen. Well said. Well said, yeah. actually. I, I actually could have used a little bit more overbooking at the end of this. I think that's a, yeah. a good way of saying it. I felt the ending, it it didn't come quickly, but it it also kind of felt like it did. So, no, that's, yeah. that's very well said, actually. Um, yeah. and it, And it wasn't really the match that I wanted it to be for this kind of title change. It was a great big man match, but yet it wasn't satisfying to me in the way that I wanted it to be with Keith Lee attempting to get redemption and getting beaten down by this guy who is just this vicious monster. Um, Keith Lee didn't, didn't power up. He didn't, he didn't get his, you know, power ups as, as effectively as I wanted him to. Um, you know, he, he laid out a, uh, he laid out a spirit bomb close to the end of the match and carrying cross kicked out at like 2.1. So it was, yeah, this, it didn't quite all the way click for me, but it wasn't bad. It just wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted, especially after that build and the amazing video package and all of the everything else. I, I don't know if I yeah. got my, did I, maybe did I get my expectations up too high? Maybe, but I think that's a really good point. We're so used to these insane NXT main events. That are so overbooked. Well, look at the look at the people that we've had the last couple three years, where it's all uh, smaller guys sure. that are doing false finishes for days. It seems right. like uh, at the end of these matches, and it's kick out after kick out after kick out. And by the time you get to the final thing, you're just like, oh my god, oh. So I mean, it's 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 so. We want to get nerdy about it. It's kind of like saying that if everyone's got a hundred hit points, you know, Adam Cole, his his Panama Sunrise only does five hit points. But he's got to like beat the crap out of you until you've got five hit points left, and then he hits it, yeah. right? Or you, you know, if he hits it too soon, that combined with the last shot, right? right. Whereas like a Doomsday Saito would do like twenty five hit points, or okay. the right? You know what I mean? So like one of those, and if you're even NXT, the RPG, game. if you're even kind of <laughs> if your if your health bar is even kind of flashing there, one Doomsday Saito is going to take you out. Whether whereas like Adam Cole's here sitting doing like weak punches in Street Fighter, dish yeah, not dish the big you know big roundhouse kick like Ryu does you know what do i'm you saying feel, do you feel that lee will ever have the nxt title again or is is part of this his fast ascent to the main roster given the fact that the, the draft is coming up uh, i they they've got to have something in mind for him to have put him in this situation it might have it might be something kind of like his pwg reign where which was very short and he, i think he only had a couple of defenses yeah. Because they were like, we know you're going to WWE. We got to throw a title on you just to show, show you that we love you on your way out. You know what I mean? It might be the story of Keith Lee's career is just getting the title right before he leaves because they love him so much. Like, we want to strap you before you go. Yeah. You know, maybe that's it. And I would love to see that if that's the case and Keith Lee moves on out of NXT up to the main roster. Lord knows I'd be one of the people as excited as anybody because I think that, you know, the, the sky is the limit for him. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, sorry, the sky is not the limit for he is limitless. <laughs> the point being that, yeah, if that was it, if that was his NXT title run, he puts over Karrion Cross on the way out. Cool. I'm not mad with him having such a short reign because they were like, we got to get him strapped and get him out now before we lose him. Do you know what I mean? If that's the case, he had a huge victory. He got, he's the first guy to be a double champ. 
He's got that big moment for them to everyone to look back on. When he goes to the main roster, everyone can say, oh, he's the first ever double champion in NXT. It's a big deal, right? And we're, and we're going to forget very quickly that he had such a short reign. And ultimately, I think we're going to forget very quickly that uh, I think Karrion Cross is on an ascent just as fast, if not faster true, than too. his. <laughs> and we're kind of going to forget that this feud even happened this summer yeah. amidst all of this madness that we're going on. As a part of this, at the end of the show, we did get a small teaser video package of a returning Tommaso Ciampa mm. uh, this Wednesday. What remarkable Do you think timing. Ciampa... Yeah, exactly. Remarkable. And Look also, Esme said, apparently they leaked a picture of Cross with the NXT Championship on WWE.com too soon before wah, during the show. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you can't blame a member of Indushare for that. Sorry, right. guys. It's retribution. <laughs> retribution. <laughs> Even Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree, Nick. I think that, uh, you know, Cross may not be far behind Keith. Maybe Keith did a favor here, and Cross is going to give it back to him down the road somewhere. So maybe there'll be a happy ending to this after all somewhere. Either way, overall, I thought a very solid show. Um, yeah. I don't know that it's ever going to – it's not going to rank amongst the greatest takeovers ever. But it was very good. It was very watchable. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Uh, I thought all of the matches were – excellently worked and and i guess the only thing that i've really got to say is i couldn't stand Corey graves on commentary uh i miss i miss morrow so bad i felt like that was the other thing that kind of drew like drew, like just dragged in the main event was the commentary was not selling it well enough there should no. have been more hyperbole vic joseph does not do hyperbole at all and i miss morrow is kind of the sixth man of nxt in like some in, ways. he's part of every match yeah you know i i wanted to hear morrow losing his goddamn mind at this match um, and I, that's, if, again, I know we bring up Lucha Underground too much. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, Matt Stryker, I know he's not everyone's cup of tea as an announcer. But the, and sometimes he went, he went down to the Mariana Trench in terms of hyperbole. But generally speaking, I liked him talking about everything in ridiculously heightened ways. You know? Yeah. The two warriors. Well, they were in a ridiculously our, heightened yeah. environment. That's what know? I mean, though. But it it, yeah. le- it lended it to that. It lended that extra bit of kind of epicness to it, and 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 it just <sighs> gave this sense of something larger than what you initially thought that it was. Yeah, you know what I mean. These, these portent, yep. these portentous events that we witness. In our time, are destined one day to ripple through all of the eras of professional wrestling and land once again on the thrones of eternity. And you're like, yes, I don't know what's happening, but it sounds cool as hell. That is am- That sounds amazing. I, I want that. I, want, I don't know what that is, but it sounds. Yes, I want that match. You know that that's. I wanted a little bit more of this in this Keith Lee and and uh, Karrion Cross yeah. match, and that just wasn't there because they had a very very dry commentary team. So Costanza with a hundred bets said, who do you think will beat cross? Shit. Someone who's not an, your guess is as good as mine Uh, at this point. They might be, I mean, they might be able to build Finn Balor as the demon up to beat him. Maybe Uh, Finn brings back the demon to beat him. That's really the only person I can think even getting close right now. Yeah, man. That's uh, uh, RBDX three cheered a hundred bits said Dijak has to be the clear number one contender if Lee is on his way out. I don't know about clear. I don't know about clear. He's got murdered by Cross. What's he going to do in there? Get murdered again? Yeah. Same with Champa. Champa is going to going to go in there. He's going to get murdered again too. Right. <laughs> Kyle threw a hundred bits in said calling my shot. Bronson Reed beats Karrion Cross at Takeover Mania next year 
on his way to the main roster. That's a hell of a shot. That's that's a big shot. That's a clay pitch. We, that's a clay pitch at 300 we, yards we, right there. We got eight months to go. <laughs> Let, let's get past Survivor Series Man. before we start calling Mania shots. That's Bradley Cooper in a rock kind of shots right there. Good Lord. Right. Right, but but that was the show, man. Um, I, I'm sorry, Nick. I beat you four-one. It's a bad way to go into SummerSlam weekend. Nah. Uh, I only got two wrong. But warm up. But yeah, you know exactly. You got it out of your system now, yeah. so you can come back tomorrow and just be you know totally ready to go here to kick and just butt. completely tank it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a bloodbath. But yeah, yeah that was Takeover. I, I hope everyone else enjoyed it as much as we did. Yes. Uh, I hope that uh, everyone had fun in our Discord. Everyone in the chat. Thank you guys for showing up with us right now here on Twitch. Everyone listening out there in the in the podcast verse, thank you for tuning in. Always a pleasure to be in your ear holes. And uh, yeah, we're going to be back tomorrow, Nick, with so much more because SummerSlam is tomorrow and we'll be doing a mm. recap episode after that too. There's just yes. so much. There's yes. so much. My God. Guys, make sure you're following us here on Twitch. Click the little heart. Let us know, uh, or we'll let you know uh, next time we go live, to, which will be tomorrow night after SummerSlam, immediately yep. after the show. Right after. We're shooting for 10.30-ish. I'm guessing Eastern. it's going to be about a three-hour show with eight matches. Uh, who knows? Tonight yeah, was two and a half I'm hours. Guessing three hours tomorrow. Yeah, we, we got three, we five matches tonight with a big, long ladder match, and somehow they stretched it to two and a half hours. Uh, that's NXT for you, Work though. for me. Uh, I don't think they'll be that long uh, when we get to the SummerSlam tomorrow night, but we'll see. So keep uh, keep an eye on your notifications right here on Twitch. Head over to BWOPodcast.com. That is our landing page with all of our links to all of this stuff on it. Make sure you get into our Discord. I just spammed it into the chat. Uh, you can also find a link to it in the panels here on Twitch down below. And if you're listening on audio, uh, you can also find it in the links over at orbitaljigsaw.com. Oh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BWO Podcast. Patrons, if you're getting into the Pick'em's Challenge, the sheet is up. Mm -hmm. And I did update it to a, to one that uh, was correct with the numbers and everything. So make hey. sure you head over to patreon.com uh, slash BWO and, and uh, get your sheet. Download it. Fill them in. Take, write them in. Take a picture of it and email it to me uh, in the the email address that I give you, bwo at orbitaljigsaw.com, or send it to me on Facebook or somehow, some way. Please don't just send me a list of text numbers. That's, <laughs> that gets messy. Uh, I like to also have the sheets for proof. Uh, so fill them out if you can. If, if for some reason you can't, sure, fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. Atta just message Atta me. boy, Nick. Yep. Uh, I think that's everything. Yeah, we're out of here. What a day. Holy smokes. Full day, patron mailbag, takeover, and a recap show. And we still got SummerSlam and our recap show for takeover to, to go tomorrow. That's all. No biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it WrestleMania weekend or oh, something? Oh, baby. Like, it's it, SummerSlam. It, God, it SummerSlam feels like weekend. SummerSlam. Yes, everybody. So thank you all for joining <laughs> us. We will be back tomorrow. I hope you're all ready for SummerSlam as well. But that's the show. That was TakeOver 30, baby. Yes, Bay it Bay? was. Uh, I'm taking a peek to see uh, who's online right now. Oh, you thinking of raid? Mike could, uh, Mike could go raid. But let's get out of here. Yeah, uh, hang we'll tight, guys. We'll be right back. Uh, stay, stay tuned if you want to join the raid uh, after the outro. But my name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude. And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. You can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian Dangerous. But my God! Somebody stop the damn match! This show is part of the Orbital Jigsaw Network. For more episodes, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio. For details and show notes from each episode, check us out, orbitaljigsaw.com.